nothing better to do Sit him out while you're talking He won't get up with me Sit back Cheers, and welcome to Craft Tap Radio, telling the stories behind everyone's favorite beverage. One, two, ah oh hell, who are we kidding? Three pints at a time. Take it away, boys. All right, welcome back to Craft Tap Radio. We are recording here at Minglewood Brewing in uh, beautiful Cape Girardeau on homecoming weekend. So all kinds of fun stuff, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, so I am joined by... My co-host, Dave Wellborn. Oh, thank you. I remember to introduce him this time, so I'm happy with myself. Me too. He's happy. And then, of course, we are here with the guys behind the scenes and the face of Minglewood. We're with Stuart, Stuart Matthews. And what's your position, Stuart? I'm the owner of Minglewood Brew. You're the owner. And then we have Tony. Tony, what is your last name? Uh, Johnson. Tony Johnson. And formerly of... Which brewery? Uh, Big Money Brewing. I was assistant brewer there for a couple years. Okay, awesome. And then you took the reins here how, yeah. how, how long ago? Uh, it was about October a uh, year ago, a little more. October of 14, I think. Uh, actually, it was way before then. I think it was maybe May whenever we interviewed 14. Okay, and, wow. Uh, I interviewed a number of people uh, from the St. Louis area, and uh-huh. Tony was the only one that brought in beer. Oh. He's like, this is my beer, and I'm like, this is my guy. That's you've got to bring beer right there, to a, right? brewing, a, a brewing job interview. You've got to bring something <laughs> that, you brewed. That's pretty smart. I don't right. know yeah. much, but I know that's a good tactic. Yeah, right? it helps to bring good beer, too. Yeah, but, well, that's a good know, point. <laughs> beer, regardless. But beer is good. Definite, definitely Excellent. have beer. So, so then, Stuart, kind of take us back. Tell us the story of how the heck did you find yourself opening uh, – a brewery in, here in, in Minglewood. I know there was some precedence here, but um, where, where were you? Were you from the area? How did you find yourself here? Yeah, originally from Sykeston, Missouri, uh, which is 30 minutes or so south of Cape Girardeau. And, uh, you know, in 2000, early 2014, found myself in the most unfortunate position. You know, I was like, I didn't have a job. And it was one of those decisions that you make, you know, am I going to continue with what I'm doing right now in the quote-unquote corporate world or do I want sure. to branch out and take a risk and do something really fun and grow and, an epic beard and, and well and, it, and in the meantime yeah I started growing the beard around that time yeah so uh, it was uh, down to my waist at one point in time but I, I had to cut it. it kept on getting caught in the uh, in the uh, 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 seat belt and everything else oh, so yeah. uh, and then yeah just uh, started going from there awesome so then this, this building we're in, it's what? I mean, it's got to be, is it 100 years old? Are we yeah, close? 1890, oh, it's 1890s. Oh, uh, I think late 1890s is when this building was uh, was uh, built. Okay. Uh, it was an original, originally it was a Masonic Lodge. Okay. And um, then it set vacant for maybe a decade before uh, we, uh, we moved in here and here we are. Awesome. So then, so Tony, you came over shortly after after opening, or did you develop recipes here or offsite? Yeah, how, how um, that work? well, I, I had developed a few on my own, just home brewing. But uh-huh. uh, anything I had that was drinkable, I, I brought here as our first few recipes. Awesome. And I've done quite a, quite a bit of home brewing here. Cool. Nice. And so, what what was that? What was that resume beer, so to speak, that you brought in? And Stuart said, "I need him." Well, my, my favorite was the Kentucky Common. It was something a little, okay. a, a little unique and original. 
not not that I was the first one to brew the beer, but no sure, no but one else is is making that style. And that at was least. kind of a, a forgotten beer. If yes, you will, definitely. From, was that now? Was that and, brought back? That was a pre-prohibition. Yes, beer, it's right? a pre-prohibition beer. Okay. Um, just th- these last uh, BJCP guidelines have uh, have created a historical beer category, so now it kind of fits okay. in that. But but before it was just just a uh, pre-prohibition style beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the one of the few beers that originated here in the United States uh, um, with the uh, around Louisville with the brewers that were here and kind of a, the hard water that they had. It, it seemed uh, it was a good style. They yeah. didn't. It, it was a false lager, so they didn't have to keep it quite as cold, and, and right. they could do it without any kind of uh, real cooling methods it, it, during right. fermentation. And then, and then that was made just to, to produce it quickly for for people. Yes, and it was also a, a beer that they could turn around really fast. Right. So a lot of times they actually kegged it while it was still fermenting and let uh-huh. it kind of carbonate on the way to the uh, to, uh, to the vendor. Um, there, there were some sure. rumors that they would uh, get the beer out of the brewery within a week. I'm not sure if they got it done sure, quite yeah. that fast, but yeah. you know that, that was the idea. They could produce a lot of it really fast. That's impressive. So how much has that beer changed? Is it still a quick fermenter, or you still get it on quickly? I, I don't actually ferment it that fast, uh, yeah. but but when I drink it within a week, it, it tastes really good and just has a little bit of sweetness left over, yeah. uh, and, and it tastes great within only a week. Uh-huh. Uh, we typically wait about four or five weeks to, to serve okay. it here, and it lagers out a little bit and, and dries sure. just a bit. Okay. Makes makes sense. Yeah, we were talking to uh, down here in, in Cape, the homebrewers conference that we just came from, talking to uh, Stan Hieronymus, and he was talking about uh, we talked about the same beer style, and and I had heard some other places that it was it was kind of a sour beer, um, and that that wasn't you know the original historic, but right? Then, uh, apparently, maybe you can speak to that. Uh, I think a lot of people just assume that people had poor brewing practices, so everything was a little bit sour. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really find any evidence that it used to be a sour right. beer. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was a mixed cult culture beer where you okay. use lager yeast and ale yeast at the same time. Uh-huh. And it kind of cuts down that lager yeast profile, that heavy sulfur production that you get. Sure. Um, right. So, so it, it allows you to, firm, to to serve that beer a little fresher and not have to not have to lager it and age it to, to get rid right. of some of those, right. those uh, okay. pro, yeast profiles that are produced from the lager yeast. Okay. So, so Stuart, kind of, if you could, kind of... Tell us about about the concept for this place. You know, it's it's a local brew pub. Um, you guys are serving awesome pizzas. Just had some. I mean, what what Thanks. were you thinking, and and why did you say you know this is what I want to do? Well, really, you know, Minglewood's named after a Grateful Dead song for those who okay. who don't know. And um, the the goal was to keep to to have a, a nice warm atmosphere, an inviting environment where people could come in and uh, drink a really good craft beer, eat a really good pizza, um, and le- hopefully leave happy. And that, that, honestly, if you just break it down to the lowest common denominator, that, that yeah. was kind of what I was, what I was looking for. Um, and, uh, you know, whether, whether we've hit the nail on the head or not, you know, that, 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 that's up to our guests to decide. But, uh, you know, I, we're working hard to, uh, to, to try to, you know, meet those expectations every day. Definitely. So... You know, you 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 said you were working elsewhere. Were you out of out of the area? Where oh did yeah. You, where did you discover your love for for craft beer? Obviously, it was in Iowa. There. In yeah, Iowa, in really. Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's kind of funny. One of the places that we would go to uh, up in Iowa, which is a uh, Front Street Brewery on uh, Front Street, uh, Steve's Itema, 
uh, and it's 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 funny how everything comes f- full circle sometimes. Yeah. You know, we would go in there, and and uh, and that was kind of one of the places along amongst a a, lo- uh, a number of other places as well. But right. uh, that was one of the places where we would you know drink different beers and 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 it was kind of expanding my palate at the time yeah. and uh then whenever this came whenever this started and i was looking for uh a brewing system i was looking on you know probrewer.com which is where a lot of people go sure. to find sure. new and used equipment and i happened to see this seven barrel system and i'm like that's exactly what i'm looking for yeah and where is this located? And I saw that it was in Davenport, Iowa, at Front Street Brewery, and it was Steve's old system that he had been brewing on no for way. 20 years in the basement. <laughs> and awesome. I, I went, I just drove down there immediately, and I was like, I want to look at this, and um, ultimately ended up purchasing it. And uh, and he had he had moved up to a new, a larger 15 barrel yeah. system, and so yeah. And like I said, it's just it sometimes comes so full now, circle. So now was like that, that previous to having this building? You did you yeah. bought the brew system? Oh yeah, did, yeah. I, I got a lot of brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a good I, good I mean, mechanism for. Yeah. I jump I jump happen. in head first sometimes. Oh yeah, you have to. <laughs> You've got to. Why not? Yeah. So, so then did, did, did Tony? Did you have any input? No, I think I think that started his search for a brewer whenever he brought a, bought a brewing system. Um, so he, he already had that picked out and paid for and, and yeah. ready to go and uh, it, and had the location picked out and was just ready to start construction when he when he put the search out for a brewer. Yeah, yeah. certainly. So then coming coming off of the, you were the assistant brewer over at Big Muddy. What, what size system were you working on? What Was there big, a big... He had a, a, a 15-barrel system okay. over there. Uh, so I cut cut that size in half over yeah. here. Uh, but the, the learning curve wasn't, wasn't too bad. It's, sure. it's kind of... I mean, it's, you know, pro- it's production. It's brewing, production you know. brewing, yeah. Awesome. So, so you guys. So, what are some of the the beers you you got coming out that people are excited about? You have any? You know, the the winter ale I think that you had on, uh, full of ginger. Was it ginger and? Yeah, we had a uh, a, a saison. We uh, yes. we called it a winter saison, and uh, it it was a, a good dry saison. Mm-hmm. You know, has has that good Definitely. peppery character. Put a little yeah. ginger in there and cinnamon and uh, vanilla as well. Yeah, definitely. And, and I had that before before jumping on the microphone here. So sorry, everyone. We have to drink before this, otherwise. Well, you got to do some research. It's all about the research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. We're very thorough. R and D, right? Yeah. Yeah. Always. So and then and then I know in in the new issue of Craft Tap Quarterly, which you guys uh, have have placed an ad. So I know a ton of people up in St. Louis who wanted to make the trip down with us today. But uh, but couldn't because I wanted to try try this place. Um, That's awesome. And and we're gonna we're gonna get him out here soon. But anyway, so in the new brew section, you guys have have a few a few beers coming out. Um, I have in here the oatmeal raisin. Has that one come out yet? Yes, uh, that's one I'm still working on. An oatmeal raisin cookie beer. Uh, okay. it, it, it's it's kind of a popular homebrew recipe kind of beer. I, I've seen okay. a lot of them. Kind of wanted to. Yeah, to make my own version of it. I've, yeah. I've done two test batches so far, but we haven't committed to a, a recipe for the seven-barrel system yet. Okay. And then uh, are, are there any any other ones you're still working on? I see the, the winter ale is in here, which is obviously the, on tap now. Can my, my favorite coming it? up is, is a jalapeno beer. I haven't really oh, decided no. what we're adding jalapenos to yet, uh, but it's... 
uh, jalapeno colch usually is is right up my alley. Okay. Um, but it might be something like a blonde, a little more, a little sweeter to, to kind of blend out that that hot flavor in there. But uh, likely likely just jalapenos, but it might be a jalapeno and habanero mix, so it has a little bit of that sure. building oh, heat. Yeah. And, you're, and you mentioned a colch. Yes, yeah. Is that, we, is that one of the styles? Because I noticed that was the first one I had. Yes. And that was a, a very well executed beer. So. Thank you. That was that was yeah. impressive because there's some but they don't have that that Christmas mm-hmm. crispness that uh, <laughs> you know at the at the end and that was that was really impressive. Uh, so what do you use to to hop that that beer? Uh, it's all uh, Tetnik hops. Okay. Um, Makes sense. It, keep it pretty simple. Uh, mostly just keep it really dry so you don't have any any body to stand in the way. Uh, keeping it too dry kind of tends to not leave you with much malt flavor left but it still has a good amount of malt flavor and and not too much hop standing in the way so that you can't pick it up yeah well it's a it's that's a very fine colch thank you and that's on that's on tap now yes that's year round year round Um, what other year round ones you have the tropical pale ale is the one I'm drinking right now. It's one of my one of my favorites. Which one? Tropical pale ale. Oh, okay. Uh, I call it my day drinker because it's it's about four percent, so it's you know light oh, wow. and crisp and hoppy, and it's also very dry. It's almost as dry as the Kolsch. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, that uh, I just I believe this is mine. Otherwise, it I'm is. Drinking yeah, yeah. Beer. I believe you were going to share that with me. It's yours now. Ordinarily dry finish. Mm-hmm. What's that? So I believe you're going to share that with me, right? Yeah, uh, with right, not that. nice and light, and research. there's just a very small amount of rye in there. It kind of puts okay. a, a, a spicy, grainy yeah. note in there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Good. So there's one that I can't pronounce that's on there. It's um, I, uh, begins, by a local home brewer, maybe? Yeah, it's, yes. it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a local home brewer. Oh, who, is that what that is? Uh-huh. Okay. And we've been, who we've been working with to uh, maybe, you know, Bring some unique beers and some different beers, some funk beers on yeah. tap. Yeah. That would, that's a, yeah. What's the name of it? I could pronounce it. I believe it's pronounced Inkadoo. Yeah, Inkadoo. Inkadoo. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Inkadoo. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. He's, yeah. not here to, he's not here to dispute it. So. Yeah. Inkadoo. Well, good. That's yeah. a local home that, that was a sour that, uh, that he set on for about that's a year. Nice. So, nice. now, guys, I know. So, we're, we're getting into winter here. And I, I've seen posters around here. Something about a winter warmer. What's what is this? Is this an event that you guys are doing? Yeah. So what we wanted to do last year, you know, Tony and I sat down and, and we thought, or we, we, we talked about how, how is it that we can get some of the local homebrewers involved with 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 the brewer the brewery and possibly brewing, and so we came up with this idea of having a winter warmer homebrew competition, where the home, home brewers will brew a beer bring it in uh we get the public involved they uh they sample some of the beer they judge it and then we sit down with our judging with our judges we judge the beers and the winner actually ends up ends up winning a collaboration brew and gets to brew on our system with tony and uh last year uh david peluso was the winner with his raspberry russian imperial stout and um so they brewed that it was a big hit huge success uh great beer and yeah, hopefully we'll be able to come up. You know, hopefully we'll find you yeah. know another beer like that in this uh, at this second annual homebrew competition. Yeah, yeah I think we, we had the good fortune of meeting David and tasting one of his beers. I think he said, "Did you guys do a barrel age one?" That, that yeah, yes. We, so we took the remainder of that beer and put it in a in a oak uh, whiskey barrel, 
and uh, soured that. And we just released it, but it, it went pretty quick here. Absolutely. So I Dave probably has the last of the stash of that. There's five yeah. gallons left, and Dave still has yet to pick it up. I said, you better pick it up soon, my man. <laughs> hey, well, he was thinking, we, we just saw him. He was thinking we should drink it tonight. I'm that was sure a well that's what he said, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We did. He did just, I don't know if he's going to answer this. He did a peanut butter and jelly one. Uh, yeah. That we had over there too. That's um, yeah. Pretty he's pretty, he's very well. proud of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, <laughs> it's a good beer. It was a so different then, beer. Obviously, uh, the is the submission deadline. I mean, no one's going to put a beer together at this point to, to enter. So, do you do you know how many entries you have? And uh, the, did you say the public gets to taste it? Yeah. So it's it's kind I mean, of funny, you know. Whenever you put these stuff th- these things out, it, it's kind of typical of the home brewers to. Uh, wait until the last minute to turn in no. a lot of their beers, right? I mean, let, let's just be frank. Never, never. <laughs> right. Uh, but the last day for the, the beer entries is uh, November 16th, and then we do the actual oh, so judging on uh, the 19th. Um, nice. So, uh, and it's it's actually a open category, so it's really anything. Last year, you know, whenever we chose the Russian Imperial Stout, we got a lot of complaints. People saying, you're not giving us six months, eight months, whatever it may be, you know, I mean, and we were, we thought, well, We'll just open class and right. Yeah. We'll give you eight months. Come, 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 one, come all. That's it. So it is open to public. Public gets to come. Yeah. Oh yeah. So neat. basically, you know what we do is we sit here in the we're in the pub pub snug right now, and we we Best sit down. Seat in the house. Yeah, we call it a pub snug and beer judging. Love it. And uh, <laughs> we sit here in the pub snug, and the, and the public comes in, and Tony uh, explains to them, you know, some. I mean, you know, what to look for in a beer, the aroma, uh, the mouthfeel. Uh, okay. And so on, and then they judge it, and it gets them involved, and uh, and then the obviously the winner gets to uh, brew on a commercial, you know, grade system, and so yeah. that, that's, that's awesome. what we thought we could do to try to get everybody involved. That's a, that's a great way to get everybody involved, community involved, and build up everything, and um, let's yeah. see with the craft yeah. beer community. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems to be seems to be a, an up and coming you know homebrew community. It's really really impressive today what we saw out at that conference and some very impressive impressive brews. Um, Tony, are are you involved in in brewing in the area or um, not too much other than just what I do here? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so are you, are you do you live in the area or? Uh, I actually live over near near Carbondale. Okay, uh, okay. Making a little bit of a commute, yeah, right? Sure, to, but to get over here and brew, brew beer, right. but it's worth yeah. it. It's yeah, worth it's it. definitely worth it. <laughs> so now you're you're brewing on that seven barrel system. How mm-hmm. how often are you able to brew? How many fermentation tanks are we looking at? Uh, we brew about once a week. Uh, we we have Grundy tanks here. Uh, we have four of them. We use for primary tanks, and they're 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 jacketed so we can mm-hmm. cool in those. And then uh, whenever they're done in the primary, we send them downstairs to the ice house, and we have seven okay. more down there. They're not jacketed, but they're in, sure. in a, a, a cold room. Okay. Uh, so we uh, we keep about six or six to eight of our own beers on tap at any time. Uh, sure. We have those seven tanks down there. We, uh, once they're about half empty or so, we, we keg it off so we can fill it up with the next, uh, next beer. Uh, those double kind of as a conditioning tank. So they're usually in there a few weeks conditioning before we start serving the beer out sure. of the serving tank. It's an efficient system. I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It's so good. So we're only a couple hours away up in the St. Louis, St. Charles area. Um, so it's a, it's an easy drive down here. We're down right by the river. It's for those some people haven't been down this way from from um, St. Louis, St. Charles area. So the whole it's it's a neat little um, community. And there's another 
uh, brew pub around? Yeah, around the- yeah. I mean, it's uh, we we call it you know uh, down. I mean, it's, obviously we're downtown Cape Girardeau, right? Uh, and uh, it's really come on this new, this nice little upswing yeah. um, as of late. And uh, there's a lot of really neat businesses and restaurants that have opened up down here, and it's really been f- fun to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, and yes, the, the other brew pub is uh, Buckner's Brewing, which is actually just a block over okay. from us here on Broadway. Uh, they they closed and then they reopened, and uh, so yeah, there's actually now two breweries yeah. in uh, downtown Cape, which that's is uh, which is great. Right. You were talking earlier about that's that's good for for both of you. Yeah. I always say, uh, you know. High tides raise all ships, and if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Yeah. And so, you know, we think that uh, you know the more quality businesses that come to the downtown Cape Girardeau area, the more people will come right. to the downtown Cape Girardeau area. And we're definitely by the the, the high tide. There, there's a flood wall there. You can see the, there is. Look out your front window. We needed and see it the last year and, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That wall was closed quite a bit this summer. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but it was. Yeah. but it's beautiful. It's neat. It's a neat, really neat community, and, and well worth the drive. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so can we expect a collaboration anytime soon? Uh, I'm sure we can expect some kind of collaboration. We haven't yeah. really decided who who with yet, but uh, sure. we're we're definitely looking looking around to see what we can okay. we can do to collaborate with other breweries. Yeah, definitely. So is is your beer available in distribution at all? It is actually. Uh, there's awesome. only only three beers: uh, our Demise IPA, okay. our um, Tropical Pale Ale. I and love our, that beer. That is thanks, man. Yeah, awesome. and uh, and the uh, common sense, the Kentucky common style okay. ale. Oh, nice. And uh, we only have it in four locations. Um, you know, really, my goal is to sell on tap, uh, but we wanted to put it out there in just a few select locations, help spread the word. So we have it over in Popper Bluff here in Cape, uh, up in uh, uh, Perryville. And uh, yeah, just trying to keep it local, not wanting to grow too fast. Just. Sure. That's just nice, nice little easy pace here, and uh, yeah, it's working out really well. Definitely. And uh, tell tell folks how they can find you, what what your address, and social media, so they can follow along and uh, find out what beers and when they need to make the trip down here. Sure, it's really easy. It's MinglewoodBrewery.com. Uh, we're at 121 Broadway in downtown Cape Girardeau, and uh, you know, Facebook. Just type in Minglewood Brewery. Sure. Uh, like us on Facebook. Um, we do a lot of different posts. We have uh, late night acoustic open mic. We have live music on Thursday nights, and okay. we typically post a lot of our beer releases and stuff like that on 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 this on the on Facebook. Uh, that's the uh, that seems to be the uh, social media avenue that that sure. most people are using, and so that's where we're focusing a lot of our attention. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, and it, it works. I follow you guys all the time, and I say. If it wasn't a two-hour drive, I would be here. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. Um, so, also, I gotta say, <laughs> you have these cards. That's my that business say, card. Your business cards Gone are great. To pee, leave my drink alone, and you cut them in, so you hang them on your glass, and the barkeep won't uh, steal your <laughs> yeah. beer. I love it. Yeah. I was using them today. So. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Put it in your wallet. Carry it around with you whenever you're at another uh, bar or brewery. Bring it out whenever you use the restroom. It's great marketing for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's very Will good. Do. So yeah. now kind of completely changing the subject, Tony kind of wanted to get into how, how did you start brewing? Where, you know, where did you say, oh, I'm going to be a commercial brewer, you know, production brewer? Well, uh, I was in Germany for a little while in, in the Army, and I kind of got into drinking beer a lot while I was over there, but I didn't really know much about it. 
I was just ordering whatever whatever was different, whatever I hadn't had before. Yeah. And what, then, what region were you uh, in? Uh, in Bavaria, the, you okay. know, the, the best place to be for drinking, is sure. if, if you ask me at least, yeah. uh, as well as the Bavarians. But uh, sure. when I got back, it, it was kind of a, a wake-up moment when I realized how hard it was to get craft beer. Uh, or, or, you know, something a little different. It was, sure, it was just sure. mainstream beer, every liquor store you would right. go to. Uh, Yellow fizzy stuff. Since then, that problem's been solved because our liquor stores are just full of craft beer now. Oh, sure. so, so there's no problem finding a good selection right. now. But uh, when I first got back, and I believe it's 2009 or so, okay. uh, it, it was just impossible to find beer. Yeah. Uh, it, it, at least, you know, beer that wasn't the same thing that all your friends had. Sure. Uh, sure. So I couldn't bring anything new or different over, you know, when I would go to visit somebody. Um, so I started taking some classes at, at, uh, at SIU that I was okay. attending at the time. Uh, and I, I took a microbiology class, and like the first week of microbiology, we started fermenting things, and then it just kind of all clicked. Like, why didn't I start making my own beer? I can, right, yeah. I can ferment this stuff at home and, you know, make, make whatever I can't find. And then it was, you know, kind of off to the races from then. Sure. That's awesome. So what was your, what was your go-to beer in Bavaria? Uh, Bach beer was actually uh, okay. w- w- one of my favorite over yeah. there, um, and then there was a, a, a brewery called uh, uh, what was it? Well, the Winkler Brow, and they okay. had this beer they just called a Kupfer, which which means copper. Uh, it was just a copper ale, not it, not quite a Bach. Uh, sure. It was was lagered, but it just had a touch of sweetness to it. Uh, I don't believe there was any caramel malts in it, but it was good and dark brown, uh-huh. and it was just a phenomenal wow. beer. Um, Kind of, kind of a little bit of a chocolatey character to it, okay. and, and that's that's the one I've really set out to, to mimic. Uh, haven't really gotten it yet, but uh, I'll keep working on it in the back sure. of my head. Well, they've they've had a, a few hundred years. Yeah, yeah, they've had a long time it, to, right. to perfect so that how, recipe. So how would you how would you describe your brewing style? Would you say you're a classical brewer or? Uh, I'm definitely a classical brewer. I try not to, to veer too far off of tradition unless there's a really good reason for it. Every now and then I'll do something that's completely my own, but I, but generally sure. I like to keep it keep it traditional um the the one beer that i that i have here that's a little untraditional is the uh the the fat monk is what we call it and uh, i call it an abbey style beer or a monastery style beer it's kind of a hot a a mix between the german and in the um belgian monastery style beers the uh the germans are just uh completely opposed to the uh much caramel malts in their in, in their box uh, but it's more of a, a Belgian, has some good caramel malts, caramel malt profile, and has some Belgian yeast in there. But it's a definitely a monastery-style yeast. Uh, really hard boil, hot boil, and a, uh, a high gravity uh, yeah. starting and finishing. Uh, so it's good and sweet and sticky, and, and uh, it, it's just a really great beer. It really is. Now, have you have you found that? Is that a, is that a good crossover beer for people, or is it a little little it, 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 it it actually has become a good crossover beer. We have yeah. a lot of people that don't know what they're shopping for. Uh, we give them that one. It's a little different than, than what they're expecting, yeah. but it it really seems to, to stick with people, and it, it ended up being our best-selling beer. Uh, I, I didn't really? expect it. Uh, I figured it would be the Kentucky Common yeah. or, or something a little lighter even. Um, that beer is a little sweeter, a little higher alcohol, about 6% or so, and it ends up being our best-selling beer. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to have to come back down here on the 19th because I, I need to have yeah. that Kentucky Common now. Right. And I, I'm also yeah. going to have to do another another pour before we leave. So, Of Always. course. <laughs> That's why I brought a co-host, right? Always. Right, right. right. a co-host <laughs> driver. Of course, yeah. 
So, Stuart, did, did you do any home brewing? Do you do any home brewing? Do you get back there and uh, pitch in? I, I, I really don't. No, yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish I could say sure. Yeah, yeah, just say no. It. <laughs> yeah, right. You got enough to uh, do front of house. Right? I tell you what, I, my plate is so full. You know, I yeah. just don't have the time. There's not enough hours in the day. Uh, I think one of these and days, Tony's got it. He's got it covered. He's got yeah, go. he does. Yeah. And so, but, I and think, I'm not complaining because I, I don't. I don't have a, a backseat driver back there. You know, telling me right. what I've got to put in this batch, and yeah. you know, coming up with all the ideas while sure. while I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, so I, it, I just let them let them let them go, and uh, and that 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 frees me up to really focus, you know, on on other things, you know, yeah, as far as the business is concerned. And one of those other things is the pizza. I mean, that is that's awesome oh. stuff. That's Thanks, well man. done. So, who's who's in the kitchen making that happen? That's definitely uh, Stewart. Did <laughs> yeah. yeah. you? Yeah. Well, that that was it is my dough recipe, uh, uh, which. Kind of, I just fell really? into kind of, but uh, but yeah, that was uh, really something. Unique items. Yeah, uh, a little bit of help here and there, you know, and just taking some ideas from some other places and just trying to make it my own, yeah. uh, as far as the, as the uh, the menu items are concerned. And actually, I've been working just off and on for the last couple months on a new menu, and we're going to try to add on uh, add on into the kitchen to expand the kitchen. And uh, you know, have a, a few more food items for people yeah. to choose from. Um, so, so right now yeah. we're primarily looking at you know sandwiches and and, and Sa- high quality yeah, uh, so, pizzas. So. Yeah, some artesian style pizzas and uh, and and some sandwiches. Uh, but there's a lot of other things that I'm wanting to put on the new menu. Uh, I think it's time to grow the kitchen, and yeah. and it's always a fun time. You know, it's yeah. it's fun coming up with the with the with the new. With the new items, you know, oh, as, sure. as, people, I mean that, that's the fun excited. part, you know. That's awesome. So, now I thought I saw on the menu. I may be wrong. Are you guys using spent grains at all in in the crust? Yeah, that's we well we thought would be unique, maybe not unique, but it would be fun and interesting. And that is to uh, take the spent grain and incorporate that in our in our dough. Yeah. And so whenever we're making our dough, we uh, we pour some of that spent grain in there and. Uh, and it gives it a little bit of a different texture, sure. um, yeah. And it's and it's kind of reusing something that we've already used once before. Definitely. So now, is does it does it matter what what type you're using? Do you freeze it? How does it get in there? Is it just go straight from well, the we'll mash tun? Or? Well, we'll take it and obviously, if you let it sit out, it's going to spoil. So we will right. freeze it uh, since we're only brewing once. Uh, a, a week or so yeah. uh, so sometimes yeah we will have to freeze it but then we'll thaw it back out most of the time uh, we have enough on hand that we'll, we'll be able to make it through the week um, and uh, it really doesn't matter which which batch it is so it's yeah. sometimes it's a little darker if it's uh, if it's our uh, sunbeam or Irish stout yeah. and sometimes it's a little lighter if it's it's if it's the sure. you know that's the fat really month cool. I like yeah. that that's unique yeah. the uh, yeah that, that Irish stout though that was Again, really, really well done. It, Thank you. Really impressive. Also, another dry beer. Uh, it's, yeah, it's light and dry so. and crisp. Right. And, I, and I like to tell people it's the opposite of what you're going to expect from a stout. It, it sits really light. You, you want to keep drinking it all day, it's, and it's good yeah. and crisp. Uh, it, it's really, really nice beer. Right. And I also low alcohol too. That I need before. I yeah. <laughs> two okay, two yeah. pints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Yeah, we can work yeah. that out. It's been a long so, ride home. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot, Stuart. All right. Okay, you have to. You can only order one pizza and one beer for the rest of your life here. What is it? Oh. Oh wow. Well, it'd probably be our sausage goat cheese pizza. Uh, it's a big seller. It's really good, and uh, and it's actually become one of our 
probably one of our biggest sellers as After far as After the pizza. Cubs won, everyone's getting it now. Every, every, yeah. All that yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, as far as the beer is concerned, oh, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, I probably have to go with the – oh, man. I don't know. That's that. That's an impossible. I, 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 I might have to sleep on, on this one. I might have to sleep on this <laughs> one right, and get back right, with right. you. Okay. We'll expect an answer <laughs> this time tomorrow yeah, we'll on, call Twitter. You on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, I don't even know how to Twitter, access Twitter on Facebook. <laughs> okay, you can text me. There you go. Mail it. Yeah. All right, it's your turn, Tony. Well, if I had to answer that for the beer, it's it's usually going to be the most recent beer I've brewed because that's always my right. favorite one. Yeah. Um, but I re- really do return to the tropical pale ale. Quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, it, single hop. Well, it used to be a single hop beer with mosaic. It's been a little okay. bit of mosaic uh, with azeka blended in there with a small okay. amount. But uh, it, it's a really light, crisp, just a touch of hops kind of beer. Uh, it's it's a real pleaser. That's good. And your pizza. It's pizza, and I almost get the same one every time. It, it's always the margarita pizza with prosciutto on it. Ooh. It's it's okay. a really good pizza, well, a little salty. Too. Classic <laughs> pizza for a classic. Burger. Yeah, that makes definitely. Sense. I like that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Excellent. I went with the what did we get the chicken. You got the chicken. I just copied off a of, the chicken garlic Alfredo. Egg. Yeah, that was very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. We threw some extra bacon on it just for good measure. Yeah, we slept oh, yeah. out that is the a, mushroom for the yeah. bacon because we didn't know, want to be healthy. Smoked bacon's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's bourbon yeah. bacon. It's what bacon? It's bourbon bacon. It is. Yeah. I knew it. I knew I liked it. There you go. I like this place gets better and better. So, yeah, we're going to have to spend a week here sometime. <laughs> yeah, really. And it's a great, up. great atmosphere. You know, I, I saw yeah. pictures of, of the place, but it's it's really cozy. You got some of the brick brick walls. It's not it's not overly hipster, but it's <laughs> it's the right amount of homey, warm, inviting, you know, exact, exactly what you set out to do. Yeah, so. it's the exact same floor from uh, whenever they built it in 18, I think it's 1892. Nice. Uh, so we exact some form. of the holes, but we left some, yeah. so it's still it's not that unique. Either. Yeah, it, it, like it I, held up the pretty home well. Built in 2000 is squeakier than those floors. Yeah, they actually, I think they they, they put they used maybe maybe better quality stuff. Uh, what what year? 18. I think it's 1892. See, I believe. I told, see, we had yeah. a bet. I said 1890. So it's haunted, right? I said 1894. Well, so the, you, the, the, you have to realize the, the kitchen's in the basement because I wanted to oh, utilize. I'm, as, I'm not working <laughs> in the kitchen. So <laughs> I wanted to utilize as much as much square footage sure. on the main floor, right? And so the kitchen's in the basement. We use a dumb waiter that brings wow. all the food up to the main floor, and uh, the cooks will tell you that there is a a ghost in the in the basement. Oh, and, hell, I'm uh, not going there. And so they will. They affectionately named the ghost Kevin. <laughs> so it, whenever something happens, they're Kevin like, ah, it's, it's it's Kevin. Yeah, yeah, I can't fire Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, well, yeah. He may not be drinking these pints. He's definitely oh, a I'm drinking ghost. my pints, so I forget about the ghost called Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin might be responsible for your pints disappearing. It, oh, yeah, there you go. Fight words. <laughs> you don't take fight my beer, ghost. Kevin. Yeah, afraid. Uh-oh, you're not supposed to taunt spirits. I heard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, we, so we, we, we co-mingle pretty well with Kevin, I think, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I'll so bring I, noticed, on. I noticed on the back of your shirt, it says, single and ready to mingle wood. Whose was that? <laughs> oh. Whose idea was that? So what actually, does that mean? That was, that was, that was <laughs> a server. And I, I was just like, I <laughs> love Kevin. that. That was That's Kevin. Awesome. It was Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, it was the ghost. Whispered <laughs> it in uh, one of the cook's ears late night, late one night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was uh, one of the servers, and I just thought, man, that's just clever. It's silly, yeah, and clever, it's, it's fun. It, it's what beer's supposed to be. And right? yeah, sure. it's like the Gonda P cards, and so yeah, why not, right? <laughs> that's great. Words to live by. So now, do folks need to buy tickets to attend the the winter warmer 
fest? How does that work? No, no. It's just uh, come one, come all. And uh, actually, we have a, a bags tournament, uh, a cornhole tournament at, at uh, 11 o'clock that day. Okay. Uh, sign up day of if you'd like. We'll get a bracket. Uh, okay. Winner wins a uh, uh, free beer club membership. And that's a, that's a whole other story. That's got a lot of really neat, uh, uh, you know, we, we offer a lot of, a lot of neat okay. stuff with that. Yeah. And, um, no, it's just so it's come a, by and, and sit sit down in the in the beer uh, pub snugging or beer judging yeah. pub snugging. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So I have to ask this question: We're in the pub snug snug pub, whatever we are. Yeah. Whole, you either got a huge bathroom back there, or you must have an outdoor area. Yeah, we have an outdoor seating okay. area as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have an outdoor seating area straight back the hall. Uh, right. back I heard some people do treat it as a giant bathroom, but that's, <laughs> you're not supposed to do. Well, yeah. it is homecoming we weekend. We live in a society, people. Yeah, yeah this exactly. is homecoming weekend, so one girl treated it as something else as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Earlier today. Maybe she does that Which at was home. the first, I think, that I'm aware of. A little bit of pent <laughs> I, I, I'd really hate to say a woman's home. <laughs> but, but it's neat. Yeah, that, it must be. We'll, we'll have to go check out the yeah, is it a patio in the back. And yeah, definitely. Not going in the basement, though. No basement. We, we will not like go to the basement. <laughs> Yeah, he's really not that bad. He's really <laughs> harmless. I, just, I just called him out so to steal my pint. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Well, good. Good. Yeah. I mean, any, anything else that, that we missed that you guys want to want to touch on that folks need to know? I do want to know a little bit more about that mug club or the the, the, oh, the beer club membership. The beer club. Yeah. It's it's pretty simple. You know, they get uh, it's a one year beer club membership dollar off pints dollar off growler ref- or growlers growler refills okay. free t-shirt free uh, minglewood Bel- uh, belgian style uh, pint glass oh, wow. but the best part about it is the second monday of every month uh tony's always brewing new batches always experimenting mm-hmm. the assistant brewers are doing the same thing and we want feedback and yeah. so this is another way for us to get you know Excellent. some people involved and idea. for us to hear their voice and so they come in and we put a beer or two beers on, and we say, "Drink up. Tell right. us what you think." You know, and uh, that's the best part of the yeah. of, of that. So if they take advantage of that, they uh, they really that's get their money's worth. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's nice. for the beer club well, that's members. A great yeah, perk. That's yeah, neat. gives yeah. us some great feedback and allows us to empty those those kegs of homebrew so we can fill them back up with with our next test batch. So yeah. we got we got to keep moving that beer somehow and. Uh, leaving it up to just just our employees to drink was yeah. was, was kind of a that. yeah slow route there. <laughs> yeah. So he's got Lord a knows little what pilot system in the back that you work off of. Yeah, we we usually brew ten gallon test batches. Cool. Uh, gives us a chance to split it into two five gallon batches that go two different ways with it. Uh, and it, we're we're probably home brewing once a week in here. Sometimes twice. Uh, me and I, I've got two assistant brewers as well as me. Okay. Uh, so sometimes we're we're getting a little crowded back there with all of our uh, buckets sure. of homebrew being moved in and out of the uh, coolers and uh, around in every corner that you can find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they're scattered out in the basement right now. There's about maybe ten or twelve down, got them all there, down so. the Oh wow! <laughs> Who are the okay, assistants? Maybe so. I will go to the basement. Ah, no. yeah. Now we go to the basement. Who are the assistants so that we can? Uh, Roy Layton, he's actually behind the bar right now. He okay. he, he serves quite a bit. Uh, Roy's been with us for quite a while. Actually, Roy was one of my first hires. Yeah, as as a server, and, he would have been ahead, but he didn't bring the beer. So if he would have brought yeah, beer, he if he would have brought beer, well, he had never home brewed, uh, but oh, he, he, he was a server at another another place here in town, oh. and uh, was one of the first people that I hired on. Actually, the first group of people that I hired on, and he expressed an interest in brewing beer, and nice. it was like, well, look, I think the next logical step for you is to get back in the brew house 
And so it's kind of just been that kind of that that progression for him. Yeah. Getting the brew house, start cleaning. That's yeah. I mean, there's uh, a lot, much, yeah. lot of that to do, and uh, he definitely takes care of a lot of it for us. And uh, it, we provide him with a nice homebrew system to make up for all the time he spends toiling away behind right, a sure. behind a scrubby pad. Uh, yeah. So he's he's keeping that homebrew system uh, pretty yes. pretty well used. And actually, the other the other assistant brewer just walked in and is talking with Roy is, is Zach Estes, who's a, a local home brewer who's uh, really talented, and um, wanted to bring him in and uh, get him involved as well. Definitely, excellent. Yeah, definitely yeah. growing community, and it's it's cool to see. I think I think I'll need to visit more often. Yeah, that's awesome, Andrew. Man, any time, just drop by. Yeah, we will. Well, it's a it's a Saturday night, and a lot of people want to get in this snug room. I think we better uh, wrap well, it up here. Yeah. Better drink beer I guess elsewhere. We can give it up. I do really like the ambiance <laughs> of this place. Yeah, the Edison bulbs, right? The nice warm lighting. Again, yeah. just the right amount of hipster, not too much. <laughs> you can dim the lights in case you want to really snuggle in here, yeah. but uh, we won't do that with yeah, four guys in here. Nice. Yeah. No, Please stay down there. I'm a little gassy. Right. <laughs> snuggle with your beer, I mean. It's going to be a long enough ride home, I tell you. Oh, boy, here we go. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah. No, this is great. Yeah, Andrew, thanks for having this, us. You know, thanks thanks for uh, uh, coming down here to Cape and, uh, you know, uh, asking us to do this. It's uh, really, really a, a pleasure. Awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks for allowing us to come in. I know you had some messes to clean up earlier, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they're enjoying the game or passed out by now. All in the day's work, my man. All in the day's work. Yeah. yeah. The, the day of a public. Hopefully, right? we'll be out yeah. before they come back in. Right. Yeah. Make it an accident. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long day for them. So. Yeah. It, I think it, it certainly looked like it had been. <laughs> yeah, well, we passed them right down the, the street there, and they were. They were all out. Yeah, they the get game, pretty so. crazy down down here for, for homecoming. I, so. I heard quite a few uh, happy shouts yeah. while yeah. I went I'm by. Sh- a lot of woo! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounded a bit like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> On that well, note. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, Tony, also, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, thanks for drinking my beer. Yeah. We love it. Thanks for brewing it. So. Yeah, thanks for brewing. We're going to go have a few more pints of it. Uh, We'll, uh, we'll say hi to Kevin the Ghost, and uh, until next time, we'll uh, we'll see you, all of our listeners, all three of you. Uh, thanks for listening. Cheers. 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 Beer's gone. Show's over. This has been another poorly executed episode of Craft Tap Radio. Catch us next time. Or don't. Sit him out while you're talking He won't get up with me Sit back home brew Back up free Get your fill of Craft Tap Radio by visiting crafttapquarterly.com We're also available on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcast on me, the kids gonna have to be grandpas and grandmas for the day. Till I can get food, don't want no talking to, act like a fool drinking that brew. Bring the kids home Sunday when I wake up. I'm feeling up and down, the kids go like a merry-go-round, take a minute, baby.